Hello, welcome to episode 25 of Daily-ish, which, as my wife has told me, is now turning into weekly-ish, so <laughs> we'll see see if I get off the uh, rut or whatever of a weekly episode. Anyways, today is Tuesday, June 24th, 2014. It's actually 20 degrees. It's, I think, the first time I get to say a plus 20 temperature, or it was when I set up my notes. It's probably dropped back down and started raining, but mm-hmm. uh, my <laughs> my co-host in the rain is uh, Blaine, back for episode his second episode. How are you doing? Pretty good. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. It's a busy week here in our house. We're preparing for... It's actually my son's birthday today. He turned seven and preparing for the party and all the Ooh. festivities that go along. What What are you guys doing for a party? Oh, just having... And why wasn't I invited? Yeah. <laughs> can, you, can you tell me his name? <laughs> Damien? There you go. Okay. I was going to say... That would be the first test if you can. No, uh, <laughs> he's, he just invited school friends. So yeah. unless you're the creepy guy hanging out with a bunch of grade ones at school, you wouldn't be invited. And in which Fine. case, you wouldn't be let in the door if you were that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, just having them over for stuff. It's This is the, the conundrum of this spring-summer thing that we've been having. Is like For like the last week, it's been saying, beautiful weather Friday, beautiful weather Friday. Mm-hmm. And now it's slowly pushed back to like, chance of rain Friday, chance of rain Friday. So that's, you don't really want to have 10 grade one boys inside your house if you can at all. I can only assume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. On to the, this is the, another, well, what, like I said, it's only been this for the last few episodes, but it's uh, tech Tuesday. I gather some stories. You've added some thoughts. So, um, first thing that happened recently was, and I don't, I don't know if you've looked into this more. I haven't had a lot of time to look into it other than kind of being meh about it, but Amazon announcing their Fire Phone, uh, which is their new their phone, cell phone. Amazon's going to release a phone, presumably in the U.S. first only, uh, worldwide Yeah, I think later. it's AT&T only also. Oh, wow. A little bit of deja vu there. Yeah, so it's kind of like iPhone all over again if you're an Amazon fan, I guess. I this is the interesting thing is Amazon as a company is... I think, anyways, people are are fans of it because of the stuff they get from it. Not so much that they desperately love Amazon as a brand. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Definitely agree. And so, like, you know, the brand is getting ugly brown boxes that have the Amazon logo, which inside have amazing things that you ordered just like yesterday, if you're on Prime or whatever, and things like that. But whatever. I guess it's a. Yeah. I guess the Kindle though is the. Yeah. Would you ever buy a Walmart phone? Yes, you know. Like, isn't that the same thing? <laughs> it is. And I guess, like, the Kindle would be the, the counter-argument to that point, I guess. But yes. even then, the Kindle feels like an ugly packaging to get the thing you want, which is a book. Yeah. You know, to read, and, and a bunch of books. So the article I linked to is that um, the, the theory, because it's not out yet, but is that this could actually just be the biggest sort of privacy invasion type um What's the word I'm looking for? That uh, the Greek um, Trojan horse kind of thing to get into your house, where it has all these sensors that can pick up what you're saying, what you're watching, what you're looking at, what kind of stuff. Because it's kind of like you can point it at anything, and it'll try and identify it in the Amazon store and tell you how much it costs. And if you're giving Amazon all that data and all the photos, unlimited photo uploads, all that kind of stuff, then they'll just turn around and use that data to tell you. Well, what. sure, it's creepy enough that didn't we talk about ads last time? Yeah, a, bit, I have a little uh, bit of deja vu with ads, <laughs> uh, where like a search term follows you across sites. Yeah, yeah, like that's that's gonna happen. You take a picture of a TV in a in a store, 
and or the barcode of it or whatever. Like, of course they're going to send you ads for that. They have that information. They know that you're interested. That's yeah, exactly. It's a recipe for a great ad. So of course they're going to do that. But there are times when I want that, and there are times when I definitely don't. <laughs> well, I know, and that's where I feel like something like this would be like. I don't want to. I just want you to take the information I give you mm-hmm. about the thing I'm looking at, and then just drop it. And mm-hmm. then later on, if I say, I should be able to say, tell me what that thing was that I was looking at the garden hose or the TV or whatever, and recall that, but don't use it against me. <laughs> right. It's sort of how it feels like, and then remind me of it everywhere I go, always reminding me that I need to buy a new yeah, garden hose or something. It, it's to the point where I don't even look at something on Amazon unless I know I want it. Or I look at it in a private browser. Yeah. Because like it's annoying. I'd, I'd look at one kitchen thing and I get a weekly email of kitchen updates. Like, yeah. I don't care. And they really, like in the last year, they really Nobody ramped it up. Nobody does. It's like got yeah. a lot worse, I feel like, which we covered last time. Um, okay, moving on. Because uh, it doesn't, for us in Canada, anyways, it's kind of pointless. I, I don't yeah. think it'll be available for a while. Also, how many cameras does that thing have? <laughs> like seven cameras? Yeah. Ridiculous. Another thing that doesn't apply to us in Canada, but it's kind of interesting and could eventually come to Canada, is Starbucks offering free tuition at an online university to all their employees, U.S.-based employees, presumably with you know part-time uh, hours of some sort or higher, I would guess. But um, yeah, I thought... I'd heard this, uh, this is maybe a little bit, uh, what is this, back into June almost now, July, May, June, <laughs> where are we, early June, it was <laughs> thrown around, still is that June, um, but I, I, it's it's such an interesting idea, and like there's a joke going around saying, well, aren't most Starbucks employees already college graduates, because they <laughs> can't do anything yeah. with their degree, but, so, but uh, I think it's great that they would do this. It seems like, like another, yet another reason to go work for them. It seems like a great hiring tactic, you know, when you're competing with wage and presumably they got some sort of an arrangement or deal with the university that they're going to oh, bring sure. all these people in at some Absolutely. lower rate. And so I, I, I don't remember where, but I saw something that, that this could actually save Starbucks money because they had a policy in place beforehand that that would pay for part of tuition or something like that. And so now they've they've ditched that policy for this policy where you know it's a little better for headlines. Um so they can tell people and hire people based on we'll pay for your tuition. Um but there's definitely some deal going on there. Like you don't make that deal with one specific university if there isn't. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So if they were, before they were paying, let's say they are paying $1,500 towards your d- degree or whatever, some number, yep. presumably this deal that they've made is probably a very similar amount that they're actually paying. So they don't actually, not, not that much more out of their own pocket, but in terms of PR and stuff, it looks way better. <laughs> for sure, so. for sure. Yeah, it's interesting that they're doing all these partnerships now like they did a a square partnership at one point in time and now this partnership mm-hmm. i don't remember seeing them doing any partnerships before square 
Well, and you sort of wonder if that'll trickle over into other, like, you know, that's, like I said, a competing HR line item in a sense when they're hiring. And uh, so a company like a, someone like an Apple or a different company mm-hmm. that needs to hire employees now sort of has to compete with that maybe. And mm-hmm. do they, is it something that's going to become more common or, or is it just going to be a one-off Starbucks thing? Uh, so, yeah, this, for all we know, this could be a test case for Arizona state university to, to work with other organizations like McDonald's or, yeah, you know, Walmart. Pick <laughs> <laughs> on Walmart. Yeah, exactly. um, this could be a pilot project for all we know. Yeah, totally. All right, in uh, completely unrelated news, Angry Birds Transformers is coming. <laughs> I don't know why. I thought of my my kids maybe when I read this. I haven't. It's been a while since I've seriously spent too much time playing Angry Birds, but the idea of playing Transformer Angry Birds, the Star Wars Angry Birds game, is pretty fun. Um, the mechanics obviously don't change much, but just kind of fun to see the little interactions. Have you played an Angry Birds game in a while? It's been a long time. I was trying to think of the last time. When did the space one come out? I think that's the last one I played. Space? like Star? Oh, like not just not Star Wars, but actually not just Star space. Wars, the... yeah. yeah. It's crazy, though, how that game still, like the mechanic, right. it's just a fun, simple game that like even my, like I said, my son or whatever would happily play. Um, enjoys playing so yeah it's kind of one of those just such a basic control single control it's all you really need to know you can get a little deeper with the exploding guys and stuff like that but simple mechanic and simple goal yeah exactly yeah what's uh what's your this is going off off tangent here but on off topic but what's your iphone game of choice these days if you're killing time in a line somewhere I don't have one right now. Uh, I just popped open my phone to see if I have a recent one, but yeah, I don't. I don't have one right now. I usually grab a, a popular one and then play it until it's done, and then well, kind of obsess over it a little bit, and then I put it down for a while. <laughs> um, Monument was the last one. Monument Valley. Oh yeah, I never actually played through that one. But that was a good, a, good game. Yeah, nice and quick, and yeah, you don't have to spend ten hours, and you can just play an episode or play a level and move on and do something else. But yeah, immersive enough that you want to go back. It's a pretty good game. More like a puzzle game, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Very cool. Uh, let me find my way back here. Oh yeah, random stories today. You can tell I was all over the map when I was searching. <laughs> the Beards of the Year in 2014 Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, did, do you watch hockey at all? I forget. I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I didn't watch anything in the playoffs. <laughs> you didn't watch any... Uh, once the Canucks were out, you just turned off your TV. And they didn't even make the playoffs. No, I know. That's what I mean. Like You just so bad. turned it off. Yeah. No, I watched quite a bit, actually. Yeah. I probably watched more this year than I have in the last two years. It was a good, yeah, it was a good overall sort of playoffs I found anyway. Yep. Yeah, lots of good games. And so this is... good series too, not just a game here and there. Yeah, this is for any uh, beard fans. I don't know what 
<laughs> basically they go through over on uh Yahoo well Puck Daddy, the Yahoo Sports hockey blog. Um collect all as as for anybody who's not aware, I don't know if you're if you're most people are aware probably of in hockey and a lot of other sports it's starting to carry over to, but yeah. players tend to not shave during the playoffs in some sort of like ritual of, of um tradition and sort of fear that if they shave it's gonna they're gonna lose the games or whatever i think it's yeah that's what, really what it is what it came it's just down to. pure superstition yeah if i shave we'll lose yeah and so it just kind of collects the best of best of but yeah the <laughs> then you added the link to the brent, brent burns um, <laughs> which is last year i think right yeah where he's got <laughs> he does that every year though it's just ridiculous he, he, first of all he's missing his front three teeth so that makes any picture with a beard, way better. Yeah. <laughs> and then his beard's like four inches long. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And he's got showing them shaving it off and for charity, I'm assuming. And yeah. His buddies all have masks on. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Carter's was pretty good too. It's a funny tradition. Yeah. But yeah. You're, it's, it's funny how they how much younger the players look afterwards. You kind of forget because it does kind of make everybody look like these old veterans when really assuming they can grow something uh, on their face when really they're actually, you know, 23 year old kids or whatever. Yeah. By my standards anyway. (laughs) Well, the oldest one is on that winning team was probably 32. Yeah. (laughs) And he is. Scary. Like anybody's old. Yeah. Uh, Finally, at least what I had, um, Facebook this last week released their Slingshot app, and this is another thing that's only in the U.S. I think I don't I don't think it's made its way. They've locked it to the U.S. only for some reason, I guess for limiting availability and testing and growing. But their Slingshot app, which is kind of like a snapshot clone, so or Snapchat, sorry, um, Snapchat being the app where you can send a photo or a video, and then the idea being that it gets deleted. It's only available for. 10 seconds or less or whatever and then it's deleted forever never mind the fact that it's probably on a server somewhere and or somebody screenshotted it on their own device because mm-hmm. it's on the internet somewhere so it's going to be there but um so yeah as far as uh, last time i looked anyways it was still u.s only um yeah i don't know why but facebook likes to make everything u.s only now because we still don't have paper yeah, so I was going to say their previous app, which I think has kind of fallen dead in the water too, Paper, which is kind of like a new way to browse their your stream and stuff, is also not available outside the U.S. So, Just ridiculous. Yeah, I can't think of any... Like, I can understand yeah. when you have, like, say, Apple releases uh, their, their iTunes radio. It has music, sure. licensing, there's, and... Yeah, there's licensing there. Yeah. Like if you're gonna roll it out, that makes perfect sense too. But you don't your Facebook, you don't need to roll it out geographically. Yeah. You can pick a percentage of users. Although could, it's easy to say this is only available in in the US app store. So maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Well I could see I like know. even for like a few days just to like slowly sure. but it's still I don't know, a week later. And I'm not really clamoring to play with this app from all that I've seen from reviews is the like their sort of interesting mechanic they've added to what Snapchat ha- Snapchat has is that you if I send you a photo you can't see my photo until you send something back to me. Mhm. Which so, is kind of genius. 
It isn't. It isn't because like, it kind of what I've seen from people is that they it's kind of frustrating because you it's genius in terms of generating content for your thing, right? Well, and pulling like if they if from a business side, if you're if you want adoption of this product and you're competing with something as pervasive as Snapchat, you, you kind of need everything to go right. You need you need as many. I don't know. You you really need all your ducks in a row. Yeah. You need that that whatever that trigger is to get you to download it. If I'm a user, yeah. So if I send you a picture, you have to a have the app and b use it in order to see what I sent you. But so it's, it's not like not like you can just read people's messages or you yeah. know, browse your newsfeed or whatever. It's interesting because one of the things they, in this the review on The Verge, which I linked to, is uh, snapshots. <laughs> Getting them both mixed up. Slingshot's killer feature is its select all button, a button Snapchat diehards have begged for that lets you send photo to all send a photo to all of your friends at once. Mm. And for whatever reason, Snapchat has been adamant about leaving it out, you know, so that you can't either accidentally or intentionally spam a whole bunch of people. I would presume. Hmm. Um, but I imagine, yeah. It's funny how that's like the the big killer feature is just a send all but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which the again final. goes back to what you're saying. Like if you want people to adopt it, you want them to send it to as much as possible. Yeah. When you're sort of the it's hard to imagine Facebook being the underdog, but in this sort of user war, I guess, they are certainly against Snapchat. All right. Anything else did you add? That's all I had in my list. Did Very we just quick. Yeah, I think that's yeah. I think that's everything. I didn't add anything. I just added the link to Brent Beard Burns. <laughs> you had the Brent Burns edition. That's enough. Brent Beard. <laughs> All right. Uh, where can folks, what are you working on these days? Where can folks find you, follow you? Uh, I'm working on One Story lately, onestory.com. It's a video interview software. It's pretty awesome. You should definitely check it out. Do I have to uh, send and you my can... story before I can see someone else's story? No, no. <laughs> we're we're not jerks like Facebook. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, so onestory.com and uh and on Twitter at bcorty, B K O R T E. Nice. And I'm I Chris on Twitter and uh goodstuff.fm slash dailyish slash twenty five is where you can find this show. I'd love to hear your feedback, thoughts, ideas, topics, links, Chris at goodstuff.fm or I Chris on Twitter, like I said, and then goodstuff underscore FM is where you can follow twi- follow Twitter on good stuff, <laughs> follow good stuff on Twitter. And uh, check out goodstuff.fm for lots of other shows. We do the intellectual radio program is a discussion show. Uh, there's new Minecraft show that I'm testing out with a friend that we might be doing. Uh, Seriously? That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> and we're, we're seeing how long you can actually talk about a game without yeah. needing to show it. And there'll be, we might do screencasts as well or whatever. But uh, what else? My buddy Adam Clark has his show, The Gently Mad, which he interviews design web tech nerds about stuff and uh, lots of other stuff coming. So yeah, check out good stuff to FM. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Mm-hmm.